Crystal Kaiser is awaiting trial for the murder of Randall Voller III. The Wisconsin Supreme Court just granted her the right to claim self-defense because she was trafficked by Voller. This is a win for trafficking victims in Wisconsin and will hopefully spread out into other states. Hey everybody, welcome to the True Crime Squad. I'm Christy Brower, here with my sister, co-host, and partner in crime, Katie Weaver. Hey, Katie. Hello. How's it going? Oh, it's going. Going and going. What can I say? (laughs) I I don't know. What can you say? Living the dream over here. Well, it's hot. It's so hot. And Mm. uh, yeah, so we're just grumpy at my house everyone's uh, too warm and grout the dogs are grumpy uh, yeah. we're all grumpy yeah so gotta snap out of it get our shit together right everything's fine yes it is it's gonna be fine yeah well let's get this show on the road this is our tuesday show and uh katie's gonna kick us off with a little bit of weird crime time mm-hmm you know as we know there was a fair amount of violence on the 4th of july mm-hmm. and maybe even more than you know though this isn't the kind of violence you might be expecting mm-hmm. this was not gun related it mm-hmm. was not any kind of mass casualty event it was just a good old-fashioned chokehold uh-oh And it happened at a hot dog eating contest. (laughs) Well, of course it did. If you're not in the know in the uh, competitive eating world, which I was not until I read this article, uh, we're talking about a man named Joey Chestnut. Of course we are. Mm -hmm. Well, Joey Chestnut is the 15-time champion of Nathan's hot dog eating contest. Whoa. Yeah. He's been tearing it up for quite some time. He already uh, apparently a lot of things I would imagine. Yeah, well, poor Joey had already it looks like been injured and almost wasn't able to come, but uh, managed to pull it off to be there. I'm sure to the chagrin of the other eaters because uh, you know Joey is a legend in the uh, eating world. Well, there were activists there from the Direct Action Everywhere group who protest hot dog manufacturing methods. Uh. Most specifically, Smithfield Foods, uh, Circle 4 Farms, who provide the pork to Nathan's uh, products. Okay. So they were there protesting. Uh, They were calling it Expose the Smithfield Death Star because of the uh, things that Smithfield Farms does in processing uh, and, and caring for the pork the, the animals that come from their facility. Okay. So so there you go. So that's the background. Well, a guy came right onto the stage during the hot dog eating contest. Oh, geez. Well, Joey Chestnut was in the zone, man. He was wolfing yeah. down hot dogs as fast as his little lips would move. <laughs> and some guy in a mask came at him. 
So he did what any good hot dog eater would do, I guess. He put him in a chokehold and threw him to the ground. And there's video. And I know you want to see it. Uh, yeah, I I definitely do. Mm-hmm. So Did here he we keep have eating. That's what I want. Joey, wanted. yeah, pretty much. He's eating, eating. Gets elbowed out of the way by the guy in the mask. Throws him to the ground and goes right back to eating. <laughs> oh, jeez. I'm showing it twice so you can because it happens really fast. So there you go. Choke cold to the ground. Off we go. Back to the wieners. Jeez. <laughs> oh, yep. <laughs> That's pretty funny. As of. This taping, Joey has not been charged with assault or anything. Uh, and in fact, the protesters were charged because they were, uh, yeah, you know, asked to leave and they didn't and stormed the stage and things of that nature. Looked a little like self-defense on Joey Chestnut's part, I have to say. Joey feels terrible about it. He was on the Today Show because he won. And that means you get to go on the Today Show and talk about what a great wiener eater you are. Mm -hmm. And so... He got to go. He said, as soon as I grabbed the guy, I realized he was a kid. I felt really bad afterwards. He said he was just amped up and in the zone and didn't know what else to do. Well, I mean, he's defending his title. Mm -hmm. There's a saying in our family, mostly amongst mm -hmm. the kids and each other. I don't want you to think we do this to the kids. Sometimes we might uh, talk shit, get hit. And yeah. <laughs> I'm afraid uh, talk shit and got hit. Mm-hmm. If you interrupt a man in the middle of a hot dog eating contest, well, maybe you get what you get. Yeah, I think yes. Now, yeah. on one hand, uh, Smithfield Foods is notorious for mistreating animals, and they should be protested and boycotted. And Nathan's Hot Dogs really should look at the practices of the companies that they contract with, without a doubt. But in this instance, maybe this wasn't exactly the action that needed to be taken. But I don't mm -hmm. know. The kid got put in a chokehold and thrown to the ground, but he was seen and his sign was seen. And now it's been seen around the world because it's the chokehold seen around the world now. Right. <laughs> uh, maybe mission accomplished. I don't know. So we don't know that this will become an actual crime. We don't know that Joey Chestnut will actually be charged. I kind of doubt he will. But there you go. That's what happened. Wow. Well, I guess when you want to win, you want to win, huh? That's right. Well, I'm going to kick the mic over to you for our main case. Yes. So we have some good news in the Crystal Kaiser case. Yeah. You may remember Crystal Kaiser. We covered her case back in February. She yeah. is a young woman who had been sexually assaulted and trafficked by a man named Randall Voller III. Yes. And when she, this all started when she was 16 years old. Mm -hmm. When she was 17, she shot and killed Voller, mm -hmm. lit his house on fire, and fled in his car. Mm -hmm. She uh, was arrested and charged, obviously, with several felonies um, arson and first degree murder. Yeah. Now, Crystal doesn't dispute the fact that she did what she did. Yeah. But what people She's don't She's actually been very forthcoming. She has. And yeah. the, the challenge is, but so she's awaiting trial. And her defense team wants to use a new law in Wisconsin mm -hmm. that um, gives victims of human trafficking or child sex trafficking 
an affirmative defense for any offense committed as a direct result. Basically, that if you kill your abuser because you're being trafficked, that is self-defense. Yeah. Also, this law says, without regard to whether anyone was prosecuted or convicted for the underlying sex crime or crimes, because Voller was not. No. However, Crystal is not his only accuser by any means. Oh, no. So this went all the way to the Wisconsin Supreme Court. And they have ruled in Crystal's favor. Yeah. Saying, yes, she can move forward and she can use this defense. Yeah. Now, it was very interesting because a lot of the question about whether or not she could use it was that they, this, these, this law is fairly broad. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't give a lot of limitations. And that's mm-hmm. what the def- the uh, prosecution didn't like. So right. they had two questions to answer, the uh, Wisconsin Supreme Court. Um, the first was, what offense committed as a direct result of the sex crime violation actually means? Mm-hmm. And they said it means any offense up to and including first degree murder. Mm-hmm. They also said how far a defendant's would-be affirmative defense actually goes. Right. Again, it would go to the point of defending them against first-degree murder. Which is really important for Crystal's case, right? Because this was premeditated. He wasn't actively trafficking her at the time that she killed him. Right. At the moment she killed him, I should say. Right. Uh, and so, I, I isn't that correct that prosecutors came back and were like, hey, she drove over to his house or took a bus and she did this shit and stole his car. So initially she was not going to be afforded these rights. Right. Right. They've had to fight really hard to get this, but the bottom line is she was a 17 year old child Mm -hmm. who was being assaulted and trafficked by this man. And I don't care when she planned his demise. She was fighting for her own life. Yeah. And she knew it. And the life of others. She was, she's been clear about that, that she knew that he was also trafficking other girls and that she felt like the only way to save all of them was to exterminate him. Yeah. Yeah. And she did that. Mm -hmm. So I'm very happy for her and I'm very happy for trafficking victims in general. Yeah. They have the right to defend themselves, to protect themselves, right up and including murdering someone who will not stop harming them. And so the court's ruling is um, really Mm -hmm. um, groundbreaking. Mm -hmm. In lower courts, they said that she would have to prove a very narrow time frame Mm -hmm. to connect um, the sex abuse and her retribution. Um, But there is no time frame in the law. It does not say that this had to have just happened or within the last week or even in the last day. It doesn't say that at all. There's no time frame at all. That's huge distinctions that, yeah, could reverberate widely. That's amazing. It's actually really amazing. It is. It's the beginning of seeing the courts have a better understanding of abuse and trafficking victims. Mm -hmm. Because when you've been trafficked like that, you live in fear every moment of your life that it's going right. to happen again. And I don't well, care and how. He had a lot of manipulation tactics. I mean, he'd do things like stalk her wherever she was. Mm-hmm. He was constantly just showing up in that freaking car. 
and watching her and just making sure she knew that he knew what she was up to. Yeah, she wasn't safe. She was never safe. She was never safe. He was drugging her. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when a child has experienced abuse with an adult, sometimes they form kind of a trauma bond with that person. And that Mm -hmm. I think is true of Crystal because Crystal was very upset and went Mm -hmm. to visit David looking for support. Mm -hmm. And that, you know, that does happen. You know, she lived with David for a time. She did. She wasn't living with him at the time that she killed him. No, but she in some ways saw him as a support for her. Mm-hmm. which you can imagine in these kinds of relationships, how mixed up and confusing it can be when you are a child. Well, yeah, because he was giving her money. Yeah. He was giving her drugs. He was meeting her needs in some ways yeah. while of course, shredding her life in many others. Right. And that's the biggest argument. When we published this story the first time, we had a few really vicious comments uh, towards Crystal and towards us, honestly, mm-hmm. that, uh, you know, that this was, This is just cut and dried. This was just another junkie, blah, blah, blah. But it's not. And and the thing that people just cannot seem to understand is that we are talking about a child. Yeah. You cannot apply your logic of how an adult may respond to something or do something to scared kids. You can't. You know, the arguments, of course, were that it was premeditated, that she had never turned him into the police, that she wasn't... uh, you know, hadn't actively tried to get this stopped through legal channels. It doesn't matter. But also kids frequently don't go through the right channels. Right. They may not even know what they are. Understand her background or why she might have been afraid to go to the authorities or if she did and was just blown off. There's a lot we don't know, but you can't assume to know why somebody does the things that they do, particularly in the cases of teenagers, because you can't understand the things they do, especially ones that have been traumatized like this. Absolutely. You have to realize that the rules of what you think an adult would do, do not apply. Right. They often don't apply to adults either, to be fair, but in the case of kids and teenagers that have been traumatized, and she had a lot of trauma in her life before this asshole came into it you can't apply what you think she should do to her. You just can't. Or if you do, you're going to, you know, you'll be on the wrong side of it. Right. Well, and we also have to remember that Crystal Kaiser is black and Mm -hmm. Voller was white. Yeah. And that was the other part of this. I'm sure that she Mm -hmm. had fear about reporting it. Mm -hmm. And if she would be believed, you know, I. Well, and the level of gaslighting and manipulation that had gone on for all this time. Yeah. Absolutely. Whatever it was that she believed or that the threats that he had given to her, you know, over time, just there's just whatever it is that he had made her believe was bad enough that she believed that the only way to be free of him was to kill him. I mean, let that sink in a little bit. That was the level of desperation she was at. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So now when she goes to court, she can present her entire defense, including self-defense based on sex trafficking. Yeah. Good. Um, you know, here's the thing with the whole self-defense thing. Wisconsin has painted themselves 
into a Kyle Rittenhouse-shaped corner when it comes to self-defense. And yeah. when he was acquitted, the first thing that came out is that people were looking at the Crystal Kaiser case going, are you frigging kidding me? This kid who showed up mm -hmm. with a gun to a protest mm -hmm. felt scared and, mm -hmm. and was acquitted. But Crystal Kaiser, who was being trafficked by an adult, commit murder when she killed the man who was ruining her life yeah. and who she would never be free of. Yeah. Yeah. No. And so that's where this got pushed really hard yeah. is after Rittenhouse because her attorneys were like, hold the phone. Right. We want a bite of that too. Yeah. 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 And I do think, you know, that we we're seeing ramifications there that mm -hmm. at least are good. Yeah. Crystal Kaiser does not deserve to go to prison for the rest of her life. No. By no. any means does she, she deserve She needs help. She needs help. She this was needs like the protected. biggest cry for help that's ever happened. Right. And she needs to be protected. She needs the system to protect her and acknowledge mm -hmm. that her life was in danger and she knew it and she had to defend herself. Mm -hmm. So this is big. This is big news. This is big for trafficking victims in other states that this mm -hmm. precedent is being set. Absolutely. And I just got to say, I'm happy for Crystal. Yeah. Just because my heart really goes out to her and everything that she's been through. Mm -hmm. And to think that she would go to prison for the rest of her life for defending her own life is just, it's so wrong. So yeah. really grateful to see yeah. that this is, um, coming back around in her favor. So we will keep an eye on her trial and we will definitely mm -hmm. uh, report back everything that we see and let you know what, what goes on with her. Absolutely. Yeah. Very good. Mm -hmm. All right, Katie, I'm going to kick the uh, mic back over to you for some true crime news. Yeah. Okay. I want to tell you about the murder of this beautiful girl right here. This is Brazil Johnson. Okay. And Brazil Johnson has been murdered. This happened in Milwaukee. And Brazil uh, is a black trans woman. And she was murdered on June 15th. This happened in Milwaukee. This happened... Uh, between Tetonia and Garfield Avenues. She was shot, but she was also maimed. Oh. And so there's a lot of uh, conversations about what really happened or, or what, if this was a hate crime, I think you'll believe it was when I'm done telling you what happened to her. Mm -hmm. uh, and then, of course, who did it? So Milwaukee Crime Stoppers are offering a $28,000 reward. And that's a combination of money that's been donated by various uh, community centers and groups that have, are helping to uh, come up with this. Uh, in fact, uh, Milwaukee Crime Stoppers president, an attorney named Mike, Michael Hupe, uh has donated $25,000 towards this. Wow. As well as the Cream City Foundation and the Milwaukee LGBT uh, Community Center. So mm. there's a lot of groups coming together to try to solve this. 
so here's what happened and and this is uh pretty loose because there's not been a lot that's been released in the news but her mother has spoken a bit with people and uh, shared more of the story she was an addict and she was on the street hanging out with some people that uh, were also addicts Mm -hmm. we know that uh at the time of her death but and she was shot and killed but her genitalia was also removed and shoved into her mouth oh god which is what is making people believe that this was actually a hate crime and milwaukee had huge pride celebrations and a really awesome pride month and then of course this happens and like we said lgbtq people are at higher risk for violence particularly trans women and most particularly people of color that are trans Mm -hmm. she is among 19 trans people that have been fatally murdered or fatally murdered that have been murdered in the u.s in 2022 so far there were more than 50 in 2021 and those are loose numbers because a lot of them don't get reported or Mm -hmm. they just go missing and their cases are never solved. So consider those loosely. Black transgender women make up 66% of all victims of fatal violence against transgender people. Mm. 66%. Transgender people are four times more likely than cisgender people to be victims of violence, violent crime. Four times more likely. Oh, my God. Her mom said Brazil was a very free spirit, a fun-loving person who believed in herself, believed in others when they didn't believe in themselves. She actually volunteered at a LGBT center all the way through high school. Oh, wow. uh, For community awareness and support. And then came out in twenty when she was 21. Oh, wow. And her mother is an LGBTQ uh, activist herself. And they've been particularly uh, supportive of her, you know, and, and helpful for her. It's not like she didn't have family support. She did, mm-hmm. uh, where a lot of uh, people that come out do not. But she did. She had a wonderful family. Uh, and they are absolutely devastated. As are everyone who knew her. She still, you know, volunteers at that same center. And Mm. it was an assistant manager at a restaurant and was well-loved in her community. And she's gone. And they don't know what happened to her. They're still trying to piece that together. So, of course, as always, if you see something, say something. Yes. Sometimes it might be the smallest thing. But residents of Milwaukee, this one's on you. This is yours to solve you know and and the police are working on it in this case it feels like she's not just being brushed under the rug which we've seen so many times for sure Uh, partly because it went national pretty quick the article that first brought me to this case was in people oh good Uh uh-huh and there's quite a few articles online about it Uh, mother talking making some noise that's what it takes so often Mm -hmm. so uh of course um rest in peace brazil you did not deserve this and Mm -hmm. sending love to her family and all the hope that the person who did this is tried 
The last time a transgender person was murdered in Milwaukee was back in, I think, 2012. Mm -hmm. And they got 10 years. Oh, God. Mm -hmm. So they're already out. Yeah. That's terrifying. Mm -hmm. That's absolutely terrifying. Yeah. Yep. So there you have it. Wow. Well, Katie, thank you for that. Uh, this is our Tuesday episode, so yeah. we will be back tomorrow with a, another episode as well as Wednesday night case updates, mm-hmm. our live stream on Wednesday night at 7 p.m. Mountain. So thank you for joining us and being a part of the squad here at True Crime Squad. Be sure to like, subscribe, share, comment, follow wherever you are listening to us. And go check out our Patreon. It's at patreon.com. And then we are True Crime Squad. We have lots and lots of extra content over there that you don't Mm -hmm. even know we've covered. So it's a small fee to join. It helps support us in doing what we do. And you get some bonus content. Over there, a lot of times we cover things that we don't want to cover publicly in our Patreon. So there's some great Mm -hmm. stuff over there. Uh, You may want to go check that out. Yeah, join that squad because if you if you know, you know. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, you know it. We are True Crime Squad, and thank you all so much for being here. Take care. <laughs>